Welcome to the Intuitive Rising Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Brooks. This is a podcast that invites you to remember who you are, return to yourself, and rise into your highest and best soul self. Every week, I will be sharing inspiring conversations about topics that hold keys to your awakening. My mission as an international evidential psychic medium, Reiki practitioner, and intuitive mentor is to help you rise into who you were born to be. Enjoy the show. Hello, everyone. Hello, lovelies. Happy December 2023. I'm here today to give you and to channel a December 2023 guidance and energetic forecast episode. So welcome. You know, I'm your host, Amy Brooks, and this is the Intuitive Rising podcast. So let's get right into it. Let's talk about a few things. Um, I'm feeling a little subdued this morning at the time of recording, but simply because, I don't know, it's the energy. My little guy has been experiencing a lot of big feelings lately, and there has been some struggles every day kind of with getting him to school, to getting him to bed. Um, Parenting has just been difficult lately. Now, this is my third child. So I know that parenting is challenging, you know, and, and that's normal. That's part of it. Um, I also know it's, it's just difficult as a parent to witness your child struggle, you know, and at the same time, know that that's part of their own journey and part of what they're here to, to learn and to move through and work with, with our support. I'll be very transparent um, with you. My own personal lived experiences, you know, although I've, I feel like even in childhood, I had anxiety and it certainly did as a young adult, the bulk of the, I guess, the discomfort of living with and navigating my own anxious feelings came once I became a mom. So I would say that the vast majority, probably at least 85 to 90% of my own anxious feelings, my own anxiety stem from my children's well-being. So it's mostly based in, are my kids okay? And so for me, it's a challenge to help my child navigate anxiety and anxious feelings well. Also being very aware that in doing so, it's kind of triggering my own anxiety because my I'm feeling anxious about his anxiety, right? So it's just been a lot lately. And I share, I always do. I'm always honest. I'm always authentic. And um, I feel like you appreciate that. And I also know that I'm not alone. Uh, A few weeks ago, I had posted in my Instagram stories about this kind of in tears that, you know, I had, quote unquote, lost the battle getting him to school that day. And I think I received, I don't know, at least 40 like hearts on the story and at least 15 to 20 replies from people that also experience that with their own children and just really got it. And so today I shared again. And um, I, I just think it's important that we talk about things like this. Nobody teaches us how to be a parent. I think that's an interesting thing. You know, you grow up and maybe some of us have some anger or resentment or, oh, I would do this totally different than my parents. But there's also a layer to, oh, like my parents were trying to figure out how to be parents too, you know, like they were learning as they were parenting. And, you know, I, I'm keenly aware of that in this moment as I am navigating challenges on the parenting journey. So there we go. If you're wondering why my energy is a little, it's that I also shared in my stories today, um, that I was listening to a podcast that I quite enjoy as I was getting ready for this morning. And uh, this podcast is called Miraculous Thinking. I will be sure to uh, link it in the show notes if you would like to check it out. It doesn't have that many episodes, uh, maybe 35, 
less than 40. Uh, and it's like a, about a year old, maybe. And it is hosted by Crystal Ann Compton and Elanique Marie, both uh, spiritual practitioners and just extreme wise women. You know, um, I followed both of their journeys uh, on social media for a few years. Anyways, I, I came across across rather this podcast in I want to say maybe around March of 2023 just looked up it's 11 11 so I feel like that's a little divine spirit wink as we're talking about this um found this podcast called miraculous thinking loved the concept of it essentially there was a plan to talk about um a series of books there's like and when I say series I don't mean like an actual book series like in you know there's a like Harry Potter I mean just like a group of books, uh, various books that would be discussed and talked about and just kind of deconstructed on the podcast. And I thought that was such a cool podcast idea. And you guys know me and I'm a big reader. And so I was all over this podcast and I've really enjoyed listening to it and kind of playing catch up over the last few months. Um, back in May, they did kind of come on and say, you know, something was going on and there'd be a bit of a hiatus, but that they hope to be, you know, resuming in the summer. And then that didn't happen. And um, Crystal Ann Compton put out an episode. I don't know if it was today or not, but I caught it today. And uh, just a short, sweet, um, maybe 15 minute long episode. And it was so raw and emotional and I, I really sat here and just cried because she shared um, that Elanique passed away. She had um, metatastic breast cancer is my understanding a few years ago and then, you know, was recovered from that, was in remission and then um, that earlier this year and in the spring she started to feel unwell again and it had come back and so she just passed away this fall and I you know it really just puts everything in perspective cancer sucks cancer sucks let's just be honest about that and you know just to see this bright light in this world be taken like I know her bright light shines from where she is and and I don't know these people you know but I just felt this real deep resonance and relatability and just really got to know them through the podcast and also you know this is a human being I cry I would cry if you told me about someone that I'd never encountered before if they, if they had passed away I would I'd probably cry <laughs> I am a crier though I cry when I'm mad when I'm sad when I'm frustrated um when I'm feeling really empathetic but yeah, this listening to this podcast today and just the raw emotional depth and it's just a beautiful thing, you know, um, I know that sounds weird to say it's a beautiful thing to feel sadness. This is something that a guest on this podcast and I talked about that the uh, episode about that will come out in early 2024 in the new year. I think it's the first episode in 2024, uh, all about fear and intuition. We actually kind of talk a little bit about grief and our own grief journeys and about knowing that on the other side of grief is deep love and that you grieve because you love. And so in a way it's like, The, the grief is going to sound very esoteric and I hope that it doesn't trigger anyone, but just from my perspective and from my podcast guest, uh, Alicia, who you'll hear, like I said, in the new year, it's like a blessing in a way to experience the grief because you're grieving because you experienced the love. And so, yeah, that's very off topic, off topic. But maybe not because maybe, you know, we're in December now, holiday time. A lot of stuff goes on in December. There's a lot of get togethers and family stuff and work stuff. And you may be someone who gets down around the holidays. Maybe the holidays aren't a time that you really look forward to. Maybe there is some 
memories attached to the holidays. Maybe you feel lonely. Maybe you feel disconnected from loved ones. Maybe this is your first Christmas without someone that you love. And this could be a tough time for you. And so maybe this isn't so off topic. (sighs) Okay, so I'm just sending you love and support. And please know if you're needing support, please reach out to someone for support. Please know that you are so loved. You are so loved. Okay. Feeling emotional today. Let's get to the December energetic forecast, shall we? As always, we will do a message from the tarot, an oracle deck, and from a soul lesson. And then we're going to see what comes up for our animal, our color, and our, oh my goodness, not the best shuffle as all of the cards fell on the floor. One moment, please. laughing at myself you know it's there's there's one thing when you've got a card that kind of flies out of your deck and you're like oh definitely that's an important one it's all another it's a totally other thing when you know 20 cards fall on the floor that's probably just a crappy shuffle um (laughs) so let's see gotta take we can't take ourselves so seriously all the time right this card is calling to me okay lovely So I'm just going to pull everything in the moment and then reveal as we go. You guys know how this goes. So we've got our tarot card. Um, I am pulling from, for the Oracle card, I am pulling from Wisdom of the Elders Oracle. I don't believe I had this one for November's Energetic Forecast, so it may be new for you. I did do a card unboxing and first impressions video it is on my youtube page which is the intuitive rising uh you'll be able to find it in the show notes here too if you want to watch that and support my channel if you're not already subscribing to my podcast or not to my podcast but to my youtube page i would love if you would i am definitely going to be using that more than i have been um, in the new year, putting way more stuff, more content up there. Um, okay. So we've got our Oracle message and then I'm going to go for the soul's lesson. I always use the same one every month called the soul's journey lesson cards. And it represents, you know, just these kind of core lessons that all of us as human beings on planet earth are learning. And my intention as I shuffle is just to pull a card that um, reflects a lesson that we're being asked to focus on, to think about, to ponder in the month of 2023. So I've got that too. Okay. Very, very interesting. Okay. So let's start with the tarot card. I'm just pulling out my guidebook so I can make sure that I'm covering all bases here. Actually, you know what? I'm going to, I heard, no, leave it. So I'm going to leave it. I'm just going to go off the cuff here and I'm going to channel what this card is telling me for this month. We got the page of wands come in for our tarot message for December. Okay. Page of wands. Wands is is based on the element of fire. It's about initiating. It's about beginning something. It's about taking action. Okay. And the page sometimes can be quite a spontaneous kind of energy. Okay. So it's like, just, it reminds me of kind of a puppy, you know, I'm just raring to go. Right. So we've got this puppy dog energy kind of coming in for us in December, we may be feeling full of new ideas. There feels as if there will be quite a few pathways opening up to us of new opportunities. And they come by, what I'm hearing is they come by way of thoughts, dreams, and interactions with other people, right? Even if you're kind of just on the elevator and you hear somebody talking about something and for whatever reason, you pay attention and something stands out and it's almost like, huh, hmm, you know, pay attention to those little things this month. What is sparking your interest? What is sparking your interest and what is being repeated to you is what I'm hearing as well. So if there's something that 
maybe you hear multiple people talking about or you have a dream about such and such and then you also I don't know, watching TV and some commercial comes on that's connected to that too. Like there's a variety of ways that messages get sent to to us, right? The way that we become aware of something. But do pay attention to those things. There may be, there may be for some of us, I'm kind of looking at myself, spirits like pointing at me. I can have a bit of a busy brain. Maybe you do too. So I kind of always have multiple balls in the air and then I become almost stalled. Like it's almost like decision paralysis because I've got too many balls in the air. Okay. So just as a heads up, if you're someone like me, you may feel almost overwhelmed. Maybe you're going to have decision paralysis too, because you're like, I have so much stuff coming in and I don't know. I am not clear on which things are right for me to take action right now or just take note of what I'm hearing is it's it's more about taking note of this month like do take some sort of action baby steps towards something even if it's one thing that you're working on but don't feel as if you have to do all of the things that you are interested in you don't have to but do not pay attention and make note of those things that are showing up for you Okay. And this, I feel like this is a great card too, just in general, like when, for a lot of us, December, the holiday time can be quite busy too. There's a lot of stuff going on. Sometimes at work, there's a bit of pressure to wrap things up before the new year, you know, and you're just kind of working like a chicken with your head cut off. Maybe you're working late hours and you come home and you're like, oh my goodness, my kids have Christmas concerts and I have to shop and I have to wrap and I have to bake and I have to do this and this and this. And it's just like we spin out of control with busyness, which is actually the opposite of, you know, the true meaning of Christmas. So I, you know, I understand this. This is kind of like disconnect, like, oh, but this is a time really that we should be slowing down and wrapping up. And if we think about even, uh, you know, ancestrally, if you think back, like the winter up until, you know, probably the last 100 years, 150 years, was a time when things did slow down. We weren't tilling our crops, you know, we were hunkering down. And so at a very body level, and at a soul level, we're still like, what's up here? Because it's winter time, you know, it's Yule, it's time to, you know, have gratitude to reflect, to rest, to go in. And that's not at all what December is like for us in this modern society, is it? No, it isn't. So please try not to get overwhelmed with all of the things. I hear too, like, it's okay to be choosy. Okay, like maybe you're like, but I always do this one thing every Christmas. And even though I don't really want to do it anymore, and I don't even think my kids care, you know, if you are a parent, but you do it anyways, because of this some sort of pressure inside, I'm hearing from spirit, like it's okay to be choosy about whom you're spending time with, or what you're signing up for. Maybe we are changing some traditions this year. Maybe we are setting up some boundaries with some people this year, maybe some family or friends. And we're like, you know what? This is not good for me. So I'm going to do something different this holiday season, which in itself is such a brave and courageous thing. But it also, you know, it's a change. It's like ripping the bandaid off. So maybe there's some big feelings. Maybe there's some guilt. Maybe there's some grief around how things were, how things should have been. All that to say, I do feel like December has the potential to be amazing for us. It feels a bit like a new year, even though technically our new year is not until January. It feels like we've got a bit of that new year energy rushing in for us in the month of December. Take note of what's showing up. Firm up those boundaries. Be choosy with what you're choosing to do. Discernment is a word that comes in big time for us. So, 
you know, discernment on why am I doing this? Do I need to do this? Is it okay to do something different? You know, along with new beginnings come endings, right? When we, when we choose to do something different, it's usually because we've let something go that we used to do. Um, this is reminding me of a message that just came through today in our daily tarot about, uh, we had the death card come in and, and, you know, about how there are things that really have been kind of popping up for us that want to be let go to make room for new things. So the month of December feels as if it may be kind of reiterating what those things are for us. So if boundaries are a thing for you and you're like, you know what, there's like, this is kind of a toxic dynamic with my family or with a certain friend or in my marriage or whatever, with my job, and I really need to discern what is aligning with me at this moment and maybe I need to make some tough decisions and something needs to be let go or at least paused right now so that I can then have better clarity around what I want to create and bring in. So that's what our tarot has for us for the month of December. We're going to move to the Oracle message and it says earth's core, sacred fire beginnings. Okay. So another beginnings kind of message here, the, the uh, page of wands about beginning kind of energy as well. But when I look at this card, if you're on YouTube, you'll be able to see it. It's a gorgeous card. It really does kind of remind me of a winter image because the colors in the sky remind me of like a winter sunset. You know, we've got this connection to earth and the fire. And it just reminds me a lot of Yule, actually. A lot of the winter solstice, which is coming up in this month. This is sacred fire. Beautiful. Okay. And, and we did talk about, you know, how traditionally the winter was a time for that. It, it was quite sacred. It was a time to go in. So let's read from the guidebook for this message, this Oracle message for us. A reminder, this comes from Wisdom of the Elders Oracle by Sean Leonard. Okay, so it says, if you have drawn the Earth's Core Sacred Fire card today, you may be giving birth to a new project or beginning a new phase in your life. So on point with the message from the tarot, as well as the reference to the death card that came in our daily tarot. So that was the reason I must have been nudged to bring that in. Now is the time to fully delve into the power of creation, to take in all the time, sorry, to take in all the wonders of Mother Earth and to marvel at your own significance. Breathe creativity into the new opportunities appearing in your life and allow that power to flow through your veins. I do love this so very much, you know, and I feel like this does come back to this message of discernment as well. So the tarot gave us a little bit of guidance of, you know, what may be stopping us or standing in our way of truly moving forward and embracing new opportunities. Because as I said in the beginning um, of this energetic forecast, it feels as if there are multiple pathways for us in December. So there are, there are new possibilities and new opportunities all around. And in order for some of them to become more apparent or to speed up, we are being asked to discern about what needs to be let go of in order to have the time, the space, the energy, etc. for that thing. And there are also things that literally can't come to us unless we make space for them, energetic space, right? I've talked about this before. This is practice that as I'm learning more and more and more over the years about energetics, when I am feeling stalled or stuck or very, very challenged, 
Something that I'll do is like an intentional act of clearing something. So it might be a visualization, um, maybe something involving sage, right, or cedar in which I am clearing my energy. And that, that, that may be it. That might be the thing that calls to you. It could be speaking to someone. It could be going to therapy. It could be clearing some sort of emotional charge that has been waiting to leave, to be processed and allowed to flow out. It also can be something like if you're taking action and doing something physically, something that I do is I'll go through something. I'll choose one thing. I tend to get overwhelmed if I if I'm like, oh my God, I have to clear out everything in my house that overwhelms me, then I get into ADHD paralysis. <laughs> so I will choose one thing. I'll be like, okay, the coat closet. The coat closet is today's project or this week's project, depending on how busy the week is. Um, what are we using? What are we not using in here? Can it go? Can it be donated? You know, can it be packed away? But like, let's clear out some space. The act of this with this intention, honestly, it, it, it clears, it clears energy, energy. I have added this practice as kind of an extra layer to manifestation. So when I'm working on something, trying to bring in clarity around next steps around something, sometimes I'll do something like cleaning out my closet or my Tupperware cupboard or my laundry room or whatever it is. And as I'm doing it, I'm setting the intention that as I get rid of this thing or I clean this thing, right? It can be cleaning too. I talked to before about making sure I clean my altar. I wipe down my cards, right? Because this has become a sacred space and it represents my energy. So to wipe it down, to clean it up, so to speak, really, really can help. But I've noticed that when I do this and I set this intention, very often, like most often, I would say, very soon afterwards, I receive the clarity or, um, you know, I, I receive what it is that I'm looking for because I've made physical space for it. So keep that in mind. Lots of fiery references here. Sacred fire, new beginnings, page of wands, element of fire, all of that fiery energy. We are uh, December, we've got Sagittarius energy and then moving into Capricorn. So um, actually this is a beautiful December card. If I really think about it, this one, I showed you the earth's core sacred fire because Sagittarius is a fire sign and Capricorn is a earth sign. So we've kind of got the blending of the two coming in for us in December and working with both. Some of you may feel called to work with, uh, the fire energy, especially in Sagittarius season, which is you know, the majority of December here, uh, I think it's the 20, the 21st or 22nd that we switch into Capricorn season, which is my season um, coming up on my birthday in the new year. But uh, maybe you want to work with the fire uh, element. Maybe you want to do some sort of um, release ceremony, which you're writing some things down and then throwing them in the campfire or maybe even in a mason jar um, with a match, you know, just this intention, this ritual may be very helpful for some of you this month as you're clearing out energy, right? And we're setting intentions for our calendar new year. Lastly, um, with the cards, we've got the soul's journey lesson card. And we have got the card of forgiveness. This is interesting. I started off this podcast sharing a little bit about grief, uh, a little bit about loss. Uh, spirit led me to talk about how some of us are navigating challenging situations with other people, maybe in our relationships, in our families. Maybe there is, maybe it's become apparent that we need to set some boundaries with those people, right? Maybe there's going to be a different type of holiday for some of us this year, and it's challenging to think about, right? Forgiveness. I acknowledge that harboring resentment blocks the flow of love. Now, I also realized that this particular concept, I feel like is probably misunderstood by many. And 
may almost feel a bit triggering at times. And I, I'm, I'm saying that because maybe a few years ago, five, 10 years ago, I would have been like, oh, so great. So it's my fault. Some, something crappy happened to me and, um, you know, I'm angry about it. And now I'm blocking the flow of love and abundance to myself. Like, great, let's shame the victim, right? And maybe you do think that way. Maybe you have thought that way. Maybe you know people. I'm sure that you know people that feel that way. But the thing that comes with this learning, as you, learning, it's kind of like a an unlearning, right? I, I was sharing with that about that yesterday on a podcast I was speaking on um, about how I feel like a lot of intuitive development and spiritual concept is actually about unlearning more than learning, reframing, right? And um, for me, one thing that I've learned about the concept of forgiveness is that forgiveness is not about the other person. It's about you. And so by holding on to anger and rage about a situation that happened to you, it's, it's really not affecting the other person in the way that you might wish it would, right? If we can be honest, your anger about something that's happened doesn't harm that other person. It harms you. But I'm also careful as I talk about this, I would never want to spiritually bypass because you guys know that I'm always constantly talking about we have to feel all the feelings. There's no such thing as a bad feeling. So I'm not here to say that you can't feel angry. You can feel angry. But there will come a time when you will realize that that anger is being directed back at yourself. And then that is harming you and you don't deserve that. And I've been there, you know, I've had some really traumatic experiences happen to me over the years. And I know it's, it's a journey to get to this place for sure. And, um, I'm still just kind of dipping my toes in it. But forgiveness truly is a gift that you give yourself. If you take the other person out of the equation when you're thinking about forgiveness and realize that, you know, the universe is about balance and, you know, whether or not you believe in karma or what, that person I do believe that we, we reap what we sow, right? So if you kind of say, you know, that's not my job, that person, the, the scale will be balanced, but it will not be balanced by me harboring all of this self-directed anger back to myself. So if I can kind of release myself from the chains of that, it's not saying what the other person did is okay or right or that you're even good with that. It just means that you are no longer carrying the burden of something that you should have never carried. So that's coming in for us for the month of December. I know that's heavy, but I feel like it comes back to a lot of the things we've been talking about. I feel like boundaries are coming in strong. Discernment is coming in strong. Spirit is really wanting us to wrap up these this year feeling a little bit more sovereign and a little bit more truthful with ourselves and a little bit more responsible for our journey. And so if you're feeling shame or guilt or grief, please don't judge yourself for it. That's not at all what this is about. Just know that you deserve to feel free from that. And think about that. Think about how discernment and boundaries create and foster and nurture a sense of freedom because that's really 
what it seems like collectively we are yearning for in the month of December. And maybe it's about freedom from being tied to traditions or things that exhaust us and aren't aligned with us anymore. So maybe it's about, you know what, I don't know why I do this every December, but I'm not going to do this anymore and I'm not going to feel bad about it. Let's create a new tradition. Maybe it's about removing some of the balls that you're juggling, going, you know what, I think this can wait, or I'm going to delegate this, or I'm going to ask for some support with this. What December is asking for from us is to think about what freedom means for us and think about what stands in the way from us feeling more free. Sometimes it's not, it's kind of like a concept, you know, when I think about um, spirits kind of talked to me and, and taught me a bit about fatigue, right? I am someone that can experience chronic fatigue with the autoimmune condition that I live with and I'm healing from. And, you know, there's a difference between physical tiredness and soul tired, right? And there is a difference here with freedom from like, it's almost like spirit saying, some some of you may be thinking of freedom as like, oh, I'm just going to drop all the balls and do some avoidance and some escapism and, you know, just go into hiding, <laughs> wouldn't that be nice? But no, it's, it's not, it's not that black and white. The freedom that you may be yearning for may be more about choice and having, it's not like taking away balls. It's about choosing which balls are up there. Right? So think about that for your December. Think about how that feels. Ultimately, we're wanting some more freedom in the month of December, and we achieve that through discernment, choice, and boundaries is what spirit is given me. Beautiful. Okay. So now let's see what number we've got coming in for December and the color and the animal, and we will leave it with that. So I'm just going to take a few deep breaths here and ask for the number. Okay, so I'm receiving two numbers and um, I kept going back and forth and I'm like, are you being silly spirit? Are you asking me to make a choice here? But I just feel like, no, it's about both numbers, the energy of both numbers. So I'm going to get on my open up Google here and look up these numbers for you, the energetics of the numbers. Okay, so the first number that came through was number 11. So according to the first Google hit I came to, I'll link it in the show notes. We got number 11, which is a master number in numerology. So let me get to the point here uh, on here. So there, it says interesting knowledge about master number 11, and there's all kinds of math equations. I'm going to leave that. But there is a quote here from Buddha I'm going to give you because I feel like it probably really brings through the energy or the message, the guidance from number 11. To enjoy good health, to bring true happiness to one's family, to bring peace to all, one must first discipline and controls, control one's own mind. If a man can control his mind, he can find the way to enlightenment and all wisdom and virtue will naturally come to him. That was from Buddha, according to this website. So we do love that. Um, characteristics associated with numerology number 11. It's associated with spiritual enlightenment. It's a number of illumination. It is a number of vastly heightened intuition. Um, it is, okay, so duality. It says the master number 11 affords the extreme duality experience of 11 or two with one. Interesting. So I feel like, you know, maybe those feels that were coming through or the lack of clarity and really searching for clarity has a little bit to do with duality. I feel like that can make total sense seeing as what we've been talking about today. 
Uh, 11 opens up an experiential portal to heightened spiritual understanding. This tracks for sure. Affords the purpose to become an inspired healer, a spiritual catalyst. Uh, it ups the ante considerably on what the number one presents. Uh, number one is very much about leadership and sovereignty and mastery. So, yeah, that tracks as well. So... Flow, says flow, okay. Initiation, we got that fire energy there. Independence, innovation, and self-confidence. It is a very sensitive vibration. 11 has a very sensitive vibration and has a great understanding of others. Okay, so maybe we're feeling more tapped into the others, more empathetic, more compassionate. Great time of year to be that way. But also, it's important when you are an empath, when you are working or you are kind of sensitive to other people's energy, that you do have discernment, that you do have boundaries. Super in, super, super, super important. So, okay, so that's what we got for 11. The other number was 14. So I'm going to give you that too and see what comes up. Uh, okay, I'm not, that's not bringing up anything. So I'm just going to see numerology. Numerology of 14. Let's see. Okay. The numerology number 14 is a number of expressing personal freedom, including independence and self-determination. Freedom. It's curious and interested in pretty much everything. Hello, page of wands. Page of wands, puppy dog energy. Remember? I just want to chase all the balls. I just, I just want to do all the things, but oh no. I can't do all the things because then I get burnt out, right? So it's ex excitement, it's curiosity, and that works for us very, very well so long as we have discernment, so long as we're not doing everything all the time, we choosy about what we're doing. Then we can go the distance, right? That's great. I love that. Okay, so 14 is definitely tracking. Uh Okay, listen, yet the number generally has one or several self-assigned goals. It's easily distracted by other generally fleeting interests. Okay, so far 14 feels even more impactful for us uh, and connected to the December messages. So really pay attention to this number 14 and the guidance that it's giving. So it's easily distracted. Interesting. However, it tends to reorient onto primary goals after experiencing what the other interests have to offer. So if we think about the other interests showing up, right? This is this is coming back to discernment. I love it. Okay. If we've got all these new bright ideas coming in all over the place and we practice we take note of them. Remember spirit said take note of them, but then practice discernment on which one is the one to do. And it's almost like the other things that we've taken note of, or even if we kind of dabble in them, dip our toes in them, so to speak, will provide stepping stones, experiential stepping stones towards the bigger picture. Okay. Love it. Um, 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 keywords, freedom, self-determination, curiosity, wit, conscientiousness. I think that's great. I think that tracks really well and I love it. I will make sure that I take note of the website that I'm on or I will forget later. And now let's see what spirit will give us for the color of December. Okay, right away, I heard a word. Um, I kind of questioned it for a moment, which by the way is normal, even for us or us people that um, uh, really listen and practice to our, intui our intuition. Sometimes we're still like, really? Um, I got the color bronze. So let's see. I was kind of like, okay, Spirit, you're being silly now because bronze and Christmas. I mean, it could have been more obvious. It could have been red and green, but it was, no, it's bronze. Okay, so let's look at, we're going to colormeanings.com, bronze. The color of strength and support. So many likable traits to its name. Bronze is a top-notch hue. Um, 
bronze is also classy, faithful, and genuine. It symbolizes strength, loyalty, support, and stability. It soothes, inspires, uplifts, and motivates. It's comforting, reliable, elegant, and truthful. Great. So more bronze in our life. <laughs> um, oh, interesting. It says, it's really interesting. There's like a psychology of colors and I don't know enough about it, but it does remind me of in a, in a reading I did maybe two weeks ago, um, I was, I was connecting to someone for intuitive guidance and this was a very intuitive woman. Uh, so the information was just flowing right through and, uh, brought up like color, what was it? Color therapy, color therapy, I think. And she goes, that's really interesting. It's actually something I've been really interested in. Um, I like to paint and I was like, hmm, we'll look into like the psychology of colors. And she was like, I definitely will. It's not something that I know a lot about, but there's a lot of information out there. Um, so it's, it's talking about bronze being brutally honest. Like it kind of, that's the energy of it, the vibe of it. Everything it stands for is steeped in, in, in sincerity. There's nothing disingenuous about this color. If you're looking for the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth, the bronze color won't let you down. Bronze doesn't sugarcoat anything and it admires those who are candid as it is. Okay. So it's kind of saying like, Remember I said December was calling for us to be truthful with ourselves and others, but we can be truth tellers and we can have boundaries and practice discernment and still be kind, right? My little saying I got on the wall here, excuse my language, is you can be kind and take no shit. And that's the truth of it. Sometimes it's more kind it's actually more kind to say no or to have those boundaries or to let somebody know how you feel about someone or something or say, you know what, I don't like this because otherwise maybe they just genuinely don't know. Maybe they, they don't. Sometimes we go through life thinking that everybody thinks and feels the same the way that we do, right? And it's like sometimes people just don't know and we often don't. Because I feel like collectively, a lot of us have trouble with boundaries. It's like, I feel like spirit saying you could really benefit your life by simply expressing your feelings in a sincere and compassionate and kind way. You can tell the truth and be kind, right? You can say no and be kind. So that's what bronze is bringing us in December. And I love that because it really re reiterates and reinforces all of the key key, key um, messages coming forward for us in this last month of 2023. Can you believe it, by the way? It, last January, I launched this podcast. We are almost coming up on our one-year anniversary. Is that not insane? Totally insane. Um, let's close our eyes for a moment. I'm going to see what comes through for the animal. We've got a, oh, okay. I was seeing really long ears and I'm like, what is this? Um, I specifically hear hair rather than rabbit. I hear hair. Now I don't know the difference between an, a hare and a rabbit, um, but I'm going to look it up. <laughs> you cannot make this shit up. So it says, um, where did that come from? First thing that came up was this is a message of new beginnings. And I'm like, okay, really? Like you can't make this up because two of our cards are about new beginnings. It does feel like a new year for us here in December. It really, really does energetically. So what is the spiritual meaning of the hair? It's one of magic and mystery. The Celts associated the hair with a full moon, night, and anything supernatural. The hare lives in both worlds and was held in high regard by our ancient ancestors. The hare is a true earth element animal, spending its days underground in a maze of burrows, coming out to play in the late evening sunset. Totally reminds me of that energy I was talking about with the winter solstice and this card with the sunset and the earth connection. The hair will ground you instantly. Okay, so the hair is bringing in this much needed earth energy so we're in sag season there's all this fiery energy going on and 
the earth is going, okay, let's come back to earth. Let's put some of these balls down in the air that you're juggling. Spirit really wants us to be this holiday season, to be. December seems to be the season of do, 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 go, 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 go. But it's really counterintuitive to our spirits. And I know it'd be really easy to say, do less this holiday season. And most of us will go, yeah, that's not really good advice because I cannot do less. But remember what Spirit was saying. It's not necessarily about doing less. It's about having the freedom of choice about what you do. Having the choice about what it is you're doing. So if there's someone you're not interested in visiting this holiday season because you need to set some boundaries there, that's okay. If there's something you've been doing forever and you're like, you know what, I'm going to delegate this one this year because quite frankly, I don't have it in me to do it. I feel like Spirit saying someone would be more than happy to help. You just have to ask. Mm. Talking about dreams, representing fertility and plans for new. Again, talking about new beginnings, manifesting your dreams. Good luck charm comes in. New beginnings, ask, the hair asks you to celebrate life and those around you, creating your dreams, making a way for new life and new beginnings. I love this. I love this. It's very, I, I hear the word copacetic. I love when spirit gives me words that I don't have in my regular word repertoire. I love that. Copacetic. It's, I feel like that means it's all coming in great. Um it's all blending. It's all connecting and making sense. Love this for us. I hope you have a very happy holiday. Um, I, I'll be here throughout the month of December. This is your first one of the month. There'll be a few more to come before the holiday season, before Christmas. Um, whatever it is that you celebrate, Hanukkah, Diwali, all of anything that I missed, I apologize. I am sending you love. Remember you are loved. Remember you are not alone. Remember that you're important, that you matter, and that your ripple effect is beyond your wildest dreams. Focus on being this month. How can you be more? That's the freedom. That's the freedom that your soul's desiring. It's not about escapism or avoidance. It's about choosing through discernment, boundaries. Allow yourself to have a little bit more freedom this December. Sending you lots of love. I'll see you again next week. Take care. Bye for now. If you have enjoyed this episode, please consider hopping on over to wherever you listen to your podcast and giving it a five-star review. Thank you so much in advance. If you'd like to keep in touch, please head over to my website, theintuitiverising.com to keep up with all the things that I have been doing. I also have a private Facebook community for people just like you. It's called the Intuitive Rising Community. All you got to do is request to join and I will let you in. Keep rising.